When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It's your man, Jordan Reigns, at 50 Shades with Drunk. If you are on Twitter, the Cardi B of IDP, the best ball messiah. We are back with another episode of the IDP Army podcast. We're talking mostly IDP, all fantasy football, brought to you by the Semi-Pro Fantasy Pros Network, or podcast network. Uh, check out our other good shows on that uh, the network. We have the podcast feed, The Offensive Points, Dynasty Tailgate. The underdogs are coming back this week. We are surging forward. Best ball season is upon us. Terrestrial takes. Make sure you check out all the great podcasts on the feed. But today, we are going to be talking about the top 12 Dynasty defensive backs going into the next season. So let's get this intro going, and let's get the show started. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Right, we are back. It is good to be back with you guys, gals, ladies, gentlemen. Um, we're going to start the show off talking about a little bit of news. But first, if it's your first time on the show, thank you for spending some time with us. Uh, we appreciate you. Do us a favor. Give us a thumbs up if you are watching on YouTube. Subscribe if you are listening to the podcast. And subscribe if you're on YouTube as well. We would really appreciate that. It does a lot to help the show. If you're not supporting us, you know, with the Patreon or anything like that, the easiest way to show love is, you know, just give us a little sub. Give us a thumbs up. And it does go a long way. Uh, so we appreciate that. So uh, there was a little bit of IDP-relevant news this week. Um Interesting bit here I was saying on formerly uh, Roto World, NBC Sports News, or Sports Edge, rather. Uh, Bengals linebacker Logan Wilson is recovering from an offseason shoulder surgery. Wilson missed four games of the Bengals' five, uh, final five games before playing through a torn labrum in the postseason, is what the report says. The 2020 third-round 
third rounder led Cincinnati in tackles, 100 and interceptions for in a breakout second year while playing over 80% of defensive snaps. Big breakout year for Logan Wilson. We love him in the ultimate IDP index. He is currently one of our top 24 defensive or linebackers. Um, you know, he was balling early in the season. The injury did slow him down, but it's good to see that that's getting taken care of early in the offseason and not being pushed off to later. Uh, so that's that's big news. Um, other IDP news. This is an interesting one on Zadari Smith coming out of Green Bay. Packers GM Brian Gutkinist Gut, Gut, <laughs> said Wednesday that Zadari Smith contract will need to be adjusted. Says 29-year-old Smith was limited to two games with a back injury in 2021. This is true. Uh, I think obviously we're going to have to do something there. Gutna said flatly, uh, quote, the cap number around $27.7 million is pretty high, and I was disappointed that we were not able to see him out there more this year with the injury. So, you know, they have to make some decisions. They did pay him a big, big contract, but he's one of, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. They made it pretty far without him this year, but if he gets back out there, I mean, that's going to be huge. Um, so something to monitor. Still a great player. I did see that he got in a little uh, – you know, the eyeball emoji thread with some of the guys from the Ravens a week or so ago. Patrick Queen was involved. Um, who else was in on that thread? Marlon Humphrey. So maybe there's a little reunited, uh, you know, going back to the Baltimore situation there. So keep an eye on that. Um, Kenny Clark restructure. Not a really big deal. If you're in a defensive tackle premium league, obviously Kenny Clark's going to be one of your top 12 DTs. Very young, very good. Has struggled with some injuries himself, but he did get paid. Uh, Devondre Campbell, this is a pretty good one. Uh, again, this is all, all again all Packers guys, but Gutness said that they are optimistic and hopeful to re-sign impending free agent linebacker Devondre Campbell. Uh, I'm gonna take a take a W here on this one because Devondre Campbell, if you watched my sleeper IDP series coming into the season, was one of the guys I touted the most heavily and highly as a sleeper IDP player. Um it says here, Campbell signed a one-year deal with the Packers last offseason after a career year, 16-game starter, and a 97% defensive snaps. Campbell set or matched his previous career highs with 146 tackles, two sacks, two interceptions, forced a fair fumbles, and this is the fun one. Pro football's focus is uh, second number two overall linebacker. So not only did he perform for IDP, but he was also legitimately one of the best linebackers in the league last year. You know, and we've been talking about him here on the IDP Army podcast for a couple of years now. You know, he had a great final season in Atlanta, and that's why Arizona went and got him and paired him up with um, Jordan Hicks. And he's a big part of the reason that Isaiah Simmons did not get out on the field as a rookie. You know, just a little as two years ago, Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons was supposed to be, you know, what we just saw Micah Parsons be this year. Devondre Campbell kept that from happening. So the Packers are going to probably try to do as much as they can to get him on the team. But again, they're they're a team in transition. So something to monitor. Uh, but if you have him on your dynasty team, your IDP team, don't be getting rid of him. Um, we have a little, little bit of rumor mill going around on Daniil Hunter. You know, again, there's a big regime change up there as well with the Vikings. You know, they said that they're uh, – it says Ben Gosling of the Minneapolis Star Tribune reports that D.E. Daniel Hunter's future with the Vikings is, quote, something of an open question. Still one of the best pass rushers in the league, but he has struggled with injuries the past couple of years. And then there are also rumors going around, fast, last little piece of news here, that Chase Young might be available for trade. So that's kind of crazy. Only drafted a year ago. 
but I, I understand why. So let's get you all going here on what you came for. I'm going to tell you my top 12 dynasty defensive backs going into the 2022 season for IDP. Again, if you're still here with me, I appreciate you. Subscribe to the channel. Thumbs up this video. We got a lot more stuff in the pipeline. Go check out some of the videos we've put out this last week. We got a Jerry Judy video that's pretty good. We got Malik Willis stuff going up. The combine is this week. So we're going to have all your draft coverage. We're going to have all of your... I mean, we're, we're going to give you the best fantasy football advice we can give you based on everything that we're seeing, reading, hearing, and studying. So as part of that, I'm going to go ahead and get this set up for us to go over um, my top 12 dynasty defensive backs. So let me change my layout real quick. Bada boom, bada bing. Nope. All right. So number one on my list, and this is going to come as a shock to some people probably, Derwin James. I've been known to be a big Jamal Adams uh, dynasty defensive back one guy for a long time. But honestly, def- uh, you know, Derwin James and Jamal Adams both kind of struggle with the same thing. And that has been injury the past couple of seasons. Derwin James this year was the healthier of the two, posted a great season, 118 combined tackles, 10 plays on the ball. Um, you love to see that. His impact play numbers were high. He hit 19 this year. Points per game, 17 and a half. That's extremely good for a defensive back. Uh, total points, 262, as you can see there. Love what I saw from him this year. Tackle rate over 10% as well. Another thing you want to keep an eye on for your defensive backs, uh, 12.2. Let's go ahead and just go back a year on Derwin James, his 20, um, 2020 season stats. Not quite as big, but you do remember he was injured. But the points per snap is up. And if you go back to even his rookie season, we're looking at this season. If you go down the bottom right-hand corner for me, points per snap, 0.026. Go back to this year, 0.27. So he really did get back into that rookie form as far as IDP potential. Um, so so I put him up ahead of Derwin James. Don't let people tell you that I, I can't change. Um, and actually, I got I got some I got something fun here for you guys. All right, so I'm gonna read you a quote from a guy. Uh, this is what this is what Jordan Reigns had to say last year about Derwin James. That James had an incredible rookie season in 2018, but has struggled with injuries since then. In 2019, he was able to start just five games in just five games. In those five games, he had zero top 24 defensive back performances. This is a huge red flag to me. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, I and I know it's your opinion, but your opinion's wrong. Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get so stupid up in here. Guys, I uh, definitely dropped the ball on that one. Derwin James did finish 2021 as the number one overall defensive back. I'm sorry. I, I love you. I hope you still love me. I'm making fun of myself there. I definitely fumbled the bag there, but you know, Derwin James had a very strong support group, other places in the fancy football community. So, you know, sometimes you need a little checks and balances and I'm not always going to be right. Never, nobody's always going to be right. Derwin James, my number one defensive back going into this next season for dynasty. Let's go ahead and move on to Mr. Number two on this list. And that is the man, the myth, the legend, Jamal Adams, Jamal Adams is last season. You know, I w- really want you to take a, a second to think about Jamal Adams' last two seasons. So let's go back to 2020. 2020, Jamal Adams, 12 games played, 83 total tackles, 9.5 sacks, 21 impact plays, 11 tackles for loss, 
20.6 points per game. That's huge. He set careers highs in sacks and tackles for loss, even though he only played 12 games. All right, now I want you to think about those markers. Let's go 2021. 2021, he had he had the same number of games played, 12, but he had more tackles, 87. But the sacks, zero. Only had 11 impact plays, five passes defended. Like to see that. His tackles for loss were down as well. Um, I'll show you those numbers here in a second. But his points per game went down to 15 points per game uh, in 2021. Uh, and, and, and managers felt that, you know, I was, a, I have Jamal Adams at a lot of spots, 15 points per game is still extremely good for a defensive back. Uh, don't get me wrong there. Uh, but the, the thing is we are coming off a year where he had over 20, which is difference maker at any position type of numbers. He did not get back to that kind of form in 2021. Again, he struggled with injuries, uh, so, you know, we have to kind of look at Jamal Adams with a new light, uh, maybe bring him back down to earth a little bit more. I'm, I'm open to doing that. Let's go look at his uh, production profile from 2020. You know, you can tell his defensive play rate, 15 percent as compared to 2021 was down to 11 and a half percent. You know, the, the snaps were definitely intact, but he just did not have the same kind of season as he had in 2020. So. I'm bringing him down just a little bit. Again, I'm not telling you necessarily to fade Jamal Adams, but I think that, you know, with the way the style and the way that he plays, you know, the injuries are are definitely there. There's something to be concerned about. I would I would say. Now I will say he does play through injury. If you'll remember last year, right after the season, he had to have shoulder surgery, uh, and surgery on his finger because he was injured down the stretch of the last season when he played. So he is tough. He is still one of the best defensive backs in the league for IDP. Um, but I'm bringing Derwin James up and I'm giving him that number one spot. So let's move on to player number three. This is a guy you guys will all know that is one of my favorite players in the IDP fantasy football game, Jabril Peppers. Puts up those good numbers. If you just look here, uh, you know, he didn't play a whole, whole lot this year. He as well got injured. You're seeing a lot of these strong safeties do get injured. But uh, points per snap, 0.26. That is really, really good. And last year as well, 0.25. And you go back the year before that, 0.25. So you have a consistent number there as far as Jabril Prepper's points per snap. Uh, and, and and you can see that the tackles, you know, the tackle rate. Where's this tackle right here? 12% is this season. You go last year, 10, you know, not great. And then 10, you know, almost 11%. Anything floating around double digits for a defensive back is going to be pretty good. Um, and he's an impact player. Uh, although this season he only had four. Again, I, you know, want to bring it up. He was injured. But 25 last season, 15 impact plays the season before and 15 the season before that. Those are solid numbers. 25 obviously being the best number of the group. Um. You know, obviously, if you're not watching this on YouTube, you should be doing that because I am giving you guys a glimpse into some of the uh, the features of the Ultimate IDP Index, which is available on our Patreon. Uh, go check out our Patreon. Like I said, if you want to support us, patreon.com forward slash the IDP Army. You can get access to all of these uh, production profiles for, uh, you know, the top 200 defensive players going back uh, up to five years, I think, right now is where we're at. Um, doing some really cool stuff on the Patreon. That's for our middle tier. We also have a uh, best ball rankings. So if you want to play best ball with us, which you should, because the underdogs 
whoa, whoa. The Underdogs, the podcast, that's what we're doing. We're, we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back in a big way now that we're through February. It's time to do full best ball content, full best ball drafts all day, all night, as well as do our IDP stuff, obviously. So hop on over to Patreon, check that stuff out. But I'm giving you all a peek behind that if you are on the YouTube right now, some of the stuff we have here. Total defensive plays, uh, you know, again, the, the numbers at the top here are cumulative numbers, but the bottom numbers, the ones where you're really looking at, um, you know, what the player is able, you know, able to do. Impact play rate was down just a smidge, just a smidge um, as compared to what we're, we're used to. But again, with so few snaps played in 2021, Jarrell Peppers didn't really have a chance to bring it up super high. Still floating around close to 2%. So let's go ahead and go to another safety. This guy got a lot of love this year, as he should, Jesse Bates. Um, you know, for IDP purposes, it was not his best year. You know, let's go ahead and we'll go back to the start for Jesse Bates. So we'll go back to his rookie season. This is Jesse Bates' profile from 2018. You'll notice here he has 111 tackles, triple digits. That's great for a defensive back for his free safety, too. 100 tackles in 2019 and 111 again in 20. Or I'm sorry, I went backwards. 2018, 2019. 2020 okay 109 so let's come to this year only 88 interesting that that you know he still played very well didn't grade out quite as well as he did for pff the season before but he, he he came through still for you in a big way in idp uh you know getting his play on ball points um only one interception this year was down from previous seasons you know tackle rate still right around 10 percent. again that was the number i really like to look at his points per snap was down fairly significantly from last season. Um, but overall, he's one of the best young safeties in the NFL at uh, only 25 years old. He's about to get a big contract too. And if we've learned anything this last year, you know, or I hope people learn something this last year, it's that this Bengals team is young and flashy and sexy on the offensive side, obviously with Joe Burrow, with T Higgins, with Joe Mixon, you know, and uh, Jamar Chase, but they have some sick defenders on this team jesse bates is sick trey hendrickson is sick logan wilson is sick these are all three defensive players that you need to have your eyes on even if you just watch only offensive fantasy if you don't play idp and you just randomly are watching this video watch these three defenders they're they are a big reason a big part of why this team was so good this last year yes the offense was good but they had a playmaking defense um and they've had a playmaking defense so that, that, that I don't think that gets enough enough uh, a love, you know, especially when people keep trying to tell you and have probably tried to tell you this last year that the at different points in the season that the Chiefs defense was good. Chiefs defense was god awful this year, pretty much all the time. Um, the pass rush was awful. Frank Clark's one of the most overpaid players in the whole NFL. I mean, it, they're literally saved by how good the offense is. It's kind of a similar situation uh, for the Bengals, except the Bengals defense is actually good and people don't talk about them enough because they haven't been together as a unit solidly quite as much as you'd want. Hendrickson did just roll into town. Uh, one of the best free agent signings of last year as well. Obviously, we were on that. Yada, yada, yada. I digress. Just wanted you guys to know, guys and girls to know, do not sleep on Bengals players on defenses next year. All right, let's go ahead and get on to our next guy. Our number five defensive back, Buda Baker, falling a little bit from this last season in the rankings. The scheme was a little bit different this year. Buda Baker, usually a very high tackle producer this year, only 98 tackles, 
118 last season, 147 the season before. Points per snap also down. So, uh, so in 2019, he had two, uh, 0.26. 2020, 0.27. Down to 0.22 in 2021. So that, that is noticeable for a defensive back. Uh, you know, especially he did set a career. It looks like he's put, I'm not sure what the career highs. One second, double checking the index. He did have a career high in impact plays by one. They did get an extra game this year. He didn't really do anything spectacular. Um, and his tackles were down. So it was a down year. Good time to go get him, I think, in Dynasty because people are probably going to be down on him. Uh, and they shouldn't be. You know, I, I, I've, I've sent a, a second round pick in Dynasty League two seasons ago for him. Um, right now in the index, I have his uh, draft value as a second plus still, because I think that if you can get a reliable top end player at any position, at any position, you can build around that, you know. So if people are going to undervalue that because that position is defensive back, you know, shame on them. I'd rather just have Buda Baker and say, OK, now I can get to other parts of my team that need help. Because just because it's a down year doesn't mean he's not going to be a weekly plug and play starter for five more years, especially at the defensive back position. He's not an ebbs and flows guy. Well, he is ebbing and flowing a little, but his ebbs and flows are not super high and super low. You know, it's super high and his lows are still pretty dang good. So, okay, let me uh, get some of this cleared out of my stream here and get the next set of guys up here for us in the studio if anybody's uh watching the stream if you have any questions uh drop them in there happy to answer anything you all have okay so these next set of guys up here Be sure to, uh, like I said, subscribe, leave us a rating and a, a review. I'm going to start posting some more of our reviews on our YouTube, or not on our YouTube, on our Twitter, on our Twitter, our brand Twitters. Oh, also our TikTok and our Instagram are both uh, popping off recently. The guys have been doing some good stuff for the Offensive Points podcast, putting some good graphics up there, interacting with people on those platforms where I'm not quite as adept. I'm more of a Twitter guy. Uh, I handle a lot of YouTube stuff, but if you are a TikTok connoisseur, if you are an Instagram, uh, you know, uh, scroller, hit up Semi-Pro Fantasy on both those platforms. We are out there. All right, so I got Antoine Winfield, Justin Simmons, uh, Tracy Walker. Give me all just a little bit. Vaughn Bell. All right, let's go ahead and get the next guy up. Antoine Winfield Jr. I did a post about, or I did a show about him a couple weeks ago as a Dynasty buy. Uh, somebody that you should be looking at. We, I have him right now pretty high in my rankings, uh, I think, compared to probably a lot of the fantasy community. Um, I'll just pull this up real quick. Or, whoops, sorry, that's the wrong graphic. Uh, there it is. But I do have Antoine Winfield at six. I'll go ahead and read these off for you real quick. Antoine Winfield at six. Justin Simmons will come in at seven. Von Bell, eight. Tracy Walker will come in at nine. Trevon Diggs, our first cornerback of the group, will come in at 10. Jordan Poyer and Mika Fitzpatrick is how this list will eventually uh, pan out. But Antoine Winfield, I, I you know, I if you want to hear my, my thoughts on Antoine Winfield a little bit more in depth, go back and check out that video on the channel. I believe it was two videos ago. It was the Dynasty Buys video, I think. Uh, he's on the thumbnail, so go check that out. I gave a pretty good um, synopsis on why he's kind of being undervalued this season. You know, he, he scored plenty of points. The snaps were down. That, that's a good one to go check out somewhere else. So we'll go ahead and uh, step on to the next fella. That is Justin Simmons. Love Justin Simmons. One of the best safeties in the NFL. Um, 
you know, this last season, five interceptions, 12 passes defended, which was more than he had the season before. I believe he had nine, 80 total tackles down just a little bit, but overall 225 points, points per snap, 0.2, not quite as high as, you know, you want for like those elite, elite guys, but that's why he's down here in that seven range for me. Tackle rate a little bit low. Again, he is one of these more of these free safeties, Uh, but let's go take a look at 2020 briefly. You know, these numbers are consistent year over year. Tackle rate just a little bit below 10 at 8.8. Points per snap, 0.2. Five interceptions. Again, tackles just a smidge under 100 with 96. Um, you know, and if 13.2 points per game this year was also down just a little bit from 15.6 in 2020. But again, we are adjusting our rankings. You know, it's funny, seven, six, seven, eight. You know, he's one of these guys where I don't want to call him a high end defensive back one, but I don't want to call him a low end defensive back one either. So he really does just fit right into that middle tier of your defensive backs. Um, a player that I think year over year has proven that he is not only dependable and reliable, but does have some upside. Last three seasons, 21 impact plays, 18 impact plays, and 23 impact plays. I also have him in the ultimate IDP index. Uh, you know, if you want to start a trade conversation, I think a second round pick is a good place to start. Um, that's kind of where, where my head's at for him. At 28 years old, you're still going to get probably three or four solid more years out of him and potentially as a safety it could even be more than that uh would not shock me if it went even more than that so let's go take a look at von bell von bell this season had a uh you know similar numbers to uh, justin simmons as far as your points per snap 0.22 let's go back a year before that 0.21 you know, these are solid. Again, he's such a solid player, and he does it in different ways. Uh, this year, the tackles were up to 97. Last year, he had 114. So let's see at the impact plays. 113 impact plays in 2020. 2021, he had 18 and a half, which would be 19 if you round up. Uh, the half is for the half a sack. So he is, you know, even though the, the tackles went down, the impact plays went up. You love to see players that are able to compensate for missing a play or two here or there by making plays other places total defensive plays one of the one of my favorite uh metrics to look at in the index that i've you know got here 116 and a half so 117 in 2021 131 defensive plays in 2020 so he had more defensive plays last year it makes sense that he scored a little bit more last year but don't fade him too much and don't get lost in the in the i don't want to say hype because it's not hype because it's definitely justified but you will hear justin or not sorry justin simmons my bad um jesse bates you will hear jesse bates talked about more as uh the defensive superstar on this team Von Bell for IDP purposes and for real life purposes is not a is not a safety that should be overlooked uh, at 27 and a half years old or 27 years old. He's still very young. He's on a second team, but he he's made waves and he's not going anywhere. So for IDP dynasty, I really think that he's probably, you know, as I've got him. Like I said, right now, he's my number eight guy. Um, and I feel very, very comfortable with that ranking. So let me get these next set of guys up here for us. We will have Tracy Walker, Trevon Diggs, Jordan Poyer, and Minka Fitzpatrick. We will go over their production profiles. Uh, get you guys take a little peek behind the curtain of what the Ultimate IDP Index has. 
and kind of let you see the process of how I, you know, look at players year over year and kind of look at my rankings and say, this is kind of where I, I landed on him because of, you know, the history of what he's been able to do and the history of what players that, you know, are asked to do similar things as him have been able to do over time. So these production profiles are, I mean, I, I love looking at them. I learn so much every time I open one up. So let's go ahead and hop on to Tracy Walker's profile. All right, Tracy Walker in 2021. Look at these points per snap down here in the right-hand corner, uh, 0.25. Now, you will remember I brought up a couple of times now that 0.22, that kind of range is a pretty solid number. Tracy Walker, and even speaking on this, is probably a candidate to move up a little bit in my rankings. Uh, Tracy Walker, 27 years old, 0.25 points per snap this year. Let's go ahead and take a look at what he did in 2020. 0.24, let's go back to 2019, 0.27. And do we have, oh, we have a 2018. 2018, he was down at 0.19. So he has overperformed, you know, not overperformed, but compared to some of the guys ahead of him, he's actually putting up more points per snap. Um, he's doing it year over year. These, you know, this isn't just a, you know, 0.2, 0.27. This is three years in a row where Tracy Walker has gone over 0.25. Let's just double check that one more time. 0.24, 0.27, and 0.25. That's really good um, for Tracy Walker, a player that a lot of people fudded. FUD is fear, uncertainty, and doubt. If you're not familiar with the, it's a kind of an economic term, a slang, jargon, whatever. But a lot of people were off Tracy Walker last year. And I, I tried to tell, I, you know, I put a lot of effort into reminding people that he is a, a good player, especially for IDP because he can make impact plays and he can tackle. Impact plays were down a little bit this year um, and have been down the last two years, actually. But in 2019, he did hit 14. He's had struggles staying on the field uh, in a full-time role because of coaching situations, not because of his actual play. So we'll go ahead and look at 2020 again one more time. But I did write an article on Dynasty Nerds last year about people undervaluing Tracy Walker overall. People were, I mean, he was, there was talks that he might not even be a top 20, 25 defensive back. And I just didn't it didn't didn't make sense to me. I thought that conversation got a little carried away. So I went to bat for him on article on Dynasty Nerds, and I did a little bit on a show about him last year. But uh, a player that deserves to be in top twelve Dynasty uh, defensive back conversations uh, pretty easily and pretty regularly, in my opinion. So let's go ahead and move on to the next player. This one's going to probably get me a little bit of flack, but I've got Trevon Diggs as my number ten defensive back. Um, some people are probably going to say that's a little too high because a lot of his uh, production did come on the back of his his uh, league-leading 11 interceptions this year. This is true, but let's take a look at what he did this season. 1,015 snaps played, 86 total defensive plays, 52 tackles, 43 of those being solo, um, 21 passes defended. Okay, That's 2021. Now let's look at these rates. Impact play rate, 3.3 points per snap, 0.23. That's not unsustainable, 0.23, as we've mentioned before. Tackle rate is low, 5.12, but he is a corner, first corner we've had. Let's take a look at what he did in 2020. Again, remember in 2020, he did play an abbreviated season, um, but he still, I think, put up some good numbers. Let's take a look here. 758 uh, snaps. Points per snap, 0.23. Exact same points per snap, but his production profile looks so different, incredibly different. Only three, 
only three interceptions. Uh, tackles at 58 with that that a lot fewer interceptions. Wow. Um, wow. If, if you're listening to the podcast, I really encourage you to hop on YouTube and look at this. It's going to be around minute 30. But I've got Trevon Diggs' two seasons up here, back-to-back. And while the, the production profiles do look extremely different, the points per snap are almost are identical. The defensive play rate is not that different either. Uh, at, at 10.29 in 2020, he actually, his defensive play rate was lower in 2021. Less efficient, uh, but the plays were were more equitable. So what that tells me is that this is not an unsustainable profile. This was not an unsustainable pace at 236 points this year. Last year, he had 176, again, in a much more abbreviated season. Um, yeah, defensive play rate looks – I mean, Trevon Diggs is not a player that you should be fading or fudding necessarily because he's shown that he can score on a points-per-snap basis in both fashions as a boomer bust player or as a player that is kind of getting you more of those tackles. 58 tackles as a rookie, 52 on like 300 more snaps almost in 2021. So he he's getting his points. Um, and I think that that's going to be something a lot of people are going to, I can just replace him. I can replace his production. I mean, it's consistent year over year production, snap over snap production at this point at the cornerback position with some real upside attached to it. Um, and he's a young player. So I've got him pretty high. Like I said, I'm ready. I'm ready to. I'm ready to go to war, and I'm sure people will come get me. Uh, next player on the list, I had Jordan Poyer. You know, Jordan Poyer came through last season. He was the number one defensive back, if I remember correctly. Thirty years old this year, going to be thirty-one soon. I've got him down in the index as a guy you could probably offer a third plus for because he is getting close to the end of his career. But I think you're going to be able to get another one or two top twelve seasons out of him. And somebody might be looking to move on. So let's look at the numbers that matter. Points per snap in 2021, uh, 0.26. 2020, 0.27. 2019, 0.24. 2017, uh, 0.25. I missed 18.25. So he's getting really strong numbers every year of his career. He has that high threshold. We love to see that. Another thing that I have pointed out in the past with him is while his impact plays have gone up, his tackles have gone down. And in the seasons where his tackles have gone down, his impact plays have gone up. This season is a great example. 2021, 25 impact plays, 93 tackles. Compared to 2020, 124 tackles, many more tackles, a lot less impact plays, only 15. Total defensive plays in 2020, 143. Total defensive plays, 121 in 2021 fewer defensive plays but more impactful plays so the points still came in at a high clip 253 points in idp 123 baseline scoring which is the default scoring on sleeper and then this last year 272 so he had quite a few less uh defensive plays but he only scored 20 fewer points because he was making more impactful plays which is what you want to see Looks like he had five interceptions this last year. That's a solid, solid number. Almost hit double-digit tackles for loss in 2021 as well with eight. Three sacks. So Jordan Poyer, was at, he, had a, he had a baller season this year and the year before last. If you did pay up for him last year after the big season, you're, you're definitely happy with that production. And, uh, yeah, definitely still in on Jordan Poyer. All right, so this last player is going to be a player that's kind of similar in the conversation to Trevon Diggs where I anticipate getting a little hate for 
Um, but I think that he's really shown again that he can produce in a variety of ways. And that's, you know, what you want. Whenever things aren't going one way, you want to be able to get a guy points another way. And that is Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, this year really came through and showed a lot of the haters wrong. You know, people talked about how he couldn't really, didn't have a lot enough tackles to be considered a defensive back one. He didn't make enough tackles to be a defensive back one. Just because a player hasn't had that happen doesn't mean it won't happen. He came through with 124 tackles this year. That's 50, basically 50 more tackles than he usually gets. Impact plays were down a little bit for Minka. But again, why? Why was that? Because he's making more tackles. He's not making those plays on the ball necessarily, but he is still making plays. 136 total plays this year compared to last year. He had 98, 210 points last year, though, and 249 this year. But if you look at his production profile um, in 2020, scored just a little over 50% of his points on solo tackles. You come into 2021, that jumped up to almost 70%. So he had almost 20% increase on his, his point production coming from what a lot of people consider to be the most sustainable place to look for points, which would be his tackles. Tackle rate up over 10% in 2021 with 11.45 as compared to a 7.75 tackle rate in 2020. Total defensive play rate in 2020 was 9.86, came up to 12.56 in 2021. So he's trending the right way for IDP, if you're into that, you know, that kind of thing. You know, the reality is, you know, again, the points don't have to just come from the big plays. And we'll have to go back two years to really see, you know, year-over-year production from Minka. The passes defended 9 in 2019, 11 in 2020. That came down a good bit just a seven this year and the interceptions were down too. But again, he's able to come through and score you points in a fashion that might not be what you anticipated. You know, these players, they, they learn, they grow, they develop. Um, Brian Flores, now the linebackers coach, I believe, or, or defensive coach. I forget the exact position title, but with the Steelers, uh, I won't get into the weeds on the Brian Flores situation. It's an unfortunate situation. So I'm going to read back my top 12 dynasty early dynasty IDP rankings for you all one more time for the podcast listeners. I have Derwin James, Jamal Adams, Jabril Peppers, Jesse Bates, Buda Baker, Antoine Winfield Jr., Justin Simmons, Von Bell, Tracy Walker, Trevon Diggs, Jordan Poyer, and Minka Fitzpatrick coming in at 12. Those are my top 12 defensive back players uh, going into this season. Um, Yeah, and you all should, like I said, check out the Ultimate IDP Index here. I'll pull this up for you real quick. You know, you can check out the Ultimate IDP Index on patreon.com forward slash the IDP Army. We have three tiers. The underdogs tier with that too, you'll get the 2022 best ball rankings and you'll get access to our Discord. The Black Ops, which is the IDP Army tier, you'll get the Ultimate IDP Index which has tiered rankings, contract information, trade values. It has all the production profiles, similar to what you just saw here in this. It has links to their references. It has ages. It has tags for players. It has an injury report from this last season. All kinds of information in there for IDP players, as well as being tiered rankings. And you can use it as a draft guide. I'm actually putting together or have put together 
um, a functional draft cheat sheet. So you can check that out as well. That will be added into the index tomorrow. That'll be March. And then you can get the semi-pro fantasy tier, which has the ultimate dynasty index, which is all the same stuff, almost identical to the ultimate IDP index, tiered IDP rankings, contract or def or ugh, tiered dynasty rankings for all positions, offensive quarterback, wide receiver, running back, tight end. Those are as well tiered. You're going to have references in there, contract information, buy, sell, and estimated draft costs, you know, or as far as what I think they're worth in trade value. So go check us out on Patreon. That is the best place to support us uh, and show love so that we can continue to grow this brand and can, you know, grow this podcast and grow this show. And if you can't do that, easy thing you can do, thumbs up this video, subscribe to the channel. If you are listening on spotify or on apple itunes you can leave us a five-star review it's just a click makes a big difference okay no money just do that we would appreciate it we love you for that uh and yeah go check out the other great shows on the network like i said the offensive points boys you guys probably already know them their stuff's exclusively well not totally exclusively but the full podcast are exclusively available on the podcast feed dynasty tailgate doing all the draft coverage coming into this season's rookies for dynasty the underdogs that's our best ball flagship show which we will be recording on wednesday night get my man dave kluge back terrestrial takes that's our deegan sports betting show go check that out and follow us on instagram and tiktok at semi pro fantasy so that is it from me idp army i will be back next week with either linebackers or defensive line i haven't decided which i'm going to do next but uh Comment below who I was too low on, who I'm too high on, and uh, you know what you liked, what you didn't like, and uh, let me know how y'all are doing. So, from me to you, from the IDP Army, from everybody at Semi Pro Fantasies, take it easy. <laughs>